0: Welcome to a new bonus episode of Say Station Radio, where I, your host Dustin, and my co-host Connor will give our predictions and hopes for the upcoming Xbox Game Showcase. How are you doing, Connor?
1: I'm doing well.
0: And before we get started here, the Xbox Game Showcase is happening on the 23rd. We are currently recording on the 20th, so three days away, um, and to address things... Uh, Connor, by your own admission, you haven't really been paying attention to Xbox, and I'll admit I haven't been either in the past couple of weeks, so if we say things that, like, oh, there's been heavy rumors about and we've just missed, sorry, this is meant to be more of a fun, light thing where we talk about our hopes and what we want to see, because uh, we love games.
1: Yeah, I actually haven't... I've only bought one Xbox system, and that was the 360 way back in the day. I don't follow Microsoft too much, really. Um, I know you're a little closer over on that side but
0: oh yeah um for me it was definitely the original xbox i really really wanted to play halo because my neighbor across the street had it and we played it for hours and like i fell in love with it way too young to be playing a game like that but whatever and i had an xbox 360 during that generation most of it at least and i, I loved it so i'm a big xbox fan though yeah um recently though this generation i've stuck to ps4 because um, personally i think that They've had better games, but this time around, it looks like Microsoft's willing to change that, and that's why I wanted to talk and do this prediction episode and do a react to the their conference, because I think they're going to bring it pretty hard. Uh, do you have any level of expectation for this show?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I may not be as closely following them as I am Sony and especially Nintendo, but the original xbox is still really close to my heart because i played it a lot at friend's house and played a ton of the old halos um 360 i have a lot of fond memories with too but the way that they're seeming to go in the future with this new console is to sort of lean into that computer aspect that they have you know they are microsoft (laughs) they know they know what they're doing with a computer So having a console that sort of treads that line between console and PC gaming, I think is going to be really interesting. I don't know if it's a good way to get me to buy a console (laughs) when I already have a PC, but we'll see how that turns out.
0: Well, and I think the thing about their strategy is they don't really care if you buy the console or not because they're putting their games out on PC, right? They're putting their games out and not just on the Microsoft store. They're putting them out on Steam. Like, they, want, they just want people in that ecosystem one way or another, which is pretty cool for a console manufacturer. You're right, it does make me go, so you don't want to sell that many consoles, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I think, and from what it seems, and that's another thing that I do want to see in this presentation is the price tag, um, but it's probably going to be a good deal cheaper than buying a gaming PC, so... If anything, it's a gateway to get into some of those higher-end PC games without investing, you know, 1000 to $4,000 in a gaming PC, um, or learning how to build one and all that. So, you know, a budget-friendly way to stay up-to-date with these games um, seems like kind of their strategy, which I'm all in for.
0: So, before we start, real quick, just a couple caveats. With these episodes, I'm not going to spend a ton of time editing them, just because they're kind of meant to be quick. Like, here's what we think, what's happening, here's what's reacting. Um, Honestly, I think spending a lot of time editing those, I could probably use my time editing real uh, safe station radios instead of, you know, these quicker ones. And then also, as always, during the summer months, we both have pretty bad allergies, so any throat clearings or anything that comes out over the mic, apologies. That's just the way it's got to be stupid summer uh well let's talk about what we know about this event and what we specifically know won't be there you mentioned knowing the price and stuff they talked about somebody i think it was either phil spencer or somebody else uh got out and said this showcases all games it's games for an hour which says to me they're probably not going to talk price i think them and sony are still doing this like plain chicken thing where they don't want to announce the price until the other one does because they want to undercut each other so I don't expect to see that here at all unfortunately we are getting pretty close to that you know, to the fall so you'd hope they'd reveal that soon but whatever I think they'll wait to the very last moment um,
1: yeah which is unfortunate because I want to know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm going to be signing up for If I do decide to invest in these consoles, um, you know, specifically the PlayStation, the PlayStation Five, but this one as well, you know, kind of figuring out how much I'm going to be spending on one of these is good to know, especially as we get closer to it. Um, The other big rumor I was seeing was that there might be a smaller version of it, like a Xbox Series S. Yes, I don't think the... that's going to happen at all either.
0: <laughs> oh, I think that's happening. I don't think they're going to talk about it here. Um, yeah, that's no, not in this presentation at least. Yeah, no, the uh, codename Lockhart, I believe, that's been out there for a long time. Uh, and I think that'll basically be how they undercut Sony. Is they're going to be like, here, the Xbox Series X is super expensive, but we have the super cheap one that's cheaper than a PS5. So if you want yeah, to get into the, the next generation, here you go.
1: But there's also a thing that it wouldn't have a disk drive, and you know how I feel about that. And
0: <sighs> Goodness. I know. The other thing I don't expect to hear about is Project xCloud. They just announced that that was going to be merging with Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate, which is really cool. So if you're subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate, you'll get xCloud, which if you don't know is basically there. Uh, and this is hilarious to say because it's kind of not true. Stadia competitor, and that's not true because... How can you compete with Stadia when it's not competing with itself? Um, uh, so, yeah, it's basically a game streaming service. You'll be able to stream anything that's on Game Pass from any device. So that's like your Xbox, your cell phone, your tablet, whatever. There were even rumors that they were talking to Nintendo for Switch, though I don't know how much I think that'll come to fruition. I believe that... I'm sure that they've had meetings about it. I know that they want to make that happen, but I don't know. But So I don't expect to see anything about that service here at at all unless it's just hey this game's coming to game pass and you'll be able to stream it um i don't know what do you think about that
1: um i think especially if this is going to be a full presentation on only games i feel like they kind of have to not only address how it works if it's going to merge with game pass for all of those game pass um subscribers but at least address like what it's going to be maybe try and get people into it who aren't invested in game pass yet um I think something like that just to get the the ball rolling on this xCloud project I think well I think we'll see something I don't think they'll just wait until later for that unless they really have a lot of games launching with this console then I don't see how they could kind of shuffle that out
0: and that's my hope for this presentation honestly is i hope it's just wall-to-wall games i hope there's not enough room for anything like i hope that it's just like we're just going to hit you with like so many games you won't even be able to breathe we're going to suffocate you with them because that's what i want to see from them i think that sony's been honestly kicking their ass not just this year but the last couple like i want to see them put up a fight because i want to care about their games you know i i'm such a huge halo fan i'm so nostalgic for it but they've got a bunch of stuff and They've recently, over the past couple years, been buying developers, and I am hoping to see some of those games happen um, because it's been a couple years. years. Um, anything else you expect we won't see here?
1: Um, no, I think at this point, it could be really anything in terms of games. You know, they have somewhere around 15 internal studios now, if I got that right. Um, yeah, that's so right. So it's really going to be kind of whatever's ready to show they're gonna probably throw it in here um in terms of console side like on the console side i don't think we'll get too deep into the technical side they kind of did that at the last e3 um spouting a bunch of techno babble i don't think that's what they're gonna You don't do think here. they're gonna talk
0: about all their teraflops
1: no i <laughs> think <laughs> they'll leave the teraflops for later um but we'll get we'll get into that i think later down the road when we get closer to the console release i think this is going to just be games and where they're going to be available whether that be xcloud game pass pc xcloud on switch who knows um some of their internal games being ported to switch i would definitely love to see that um i think that's going to be the main focus there
0: well is there anything like pie in the sky like you definitely want to see from this presentation even I if it's ridiculous
1: blinks the time sweeper three
0: <laughs> you joke i would legitimately love that um, i would be so excited fan, for as a that. fan of dumb 3d platformers that would that would get me going for sure uh you know that's uh, actually a great transition though uh, do you have a real thing actually
1: <laughs> uh if i would I'm love to see that. the cuphead dlc we've heard about that um oh we saw right. Like a, an announcement trailer and I know that's kind of more of an indie thing and well, it's ma- it's it. just like Microsoft publishing it,
0: it, it but I think it's yeah I mean yeah man like that was announced forever ago
1: yeah like I think a couple years at this point but we did get a little bit of the gameplay trailer I would love to see a lot more and then maybe a release date for that I don't know if that's going to be a big selling point for Xbox they might not want to include that here but that would get me really excited.
0: If we do see it, do you think it's still DLC or do you think it's will become of its own standalone game? You know, much like Uncharted Lost Legacy or Halo D S T back in the day. Do you think it gets a standalone package? Or even a Super Hot Mind Control Delete as a recent example?
1: Yeah, I feel like it could be something like that, or um, they could even go the, the Shuffle Knight route where It is DLC, but you can buy it as a standalone game. Um, So if you don't own the original game already and you just want to get the DLC, you can do that. Um, I think that could be a good model for that. I don't know if it's going to be as huge of an investment as the original game is, so I think it's still going to be shorter.
0: Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um. So you were talking about Blinks the Time, Sleeper, and I was talking about 3D platformers. Last year, I believe, or the year before that, they announced that they had bought Double Find and are now publishing Psychonauts 2. I suspect we'll see that here, which I'm very excited about.
1: (laughs) I'm also very excited about that.
0: I am a huge fan of Psychonauts 1. I think that that game is very charming. It's got some issues in the gameplay department, but I think it's like, it's one of those games where every level is something new and surprising and... I deeply appreciate that, and I'm really excited for the sequel, so I'm I'm hoping we get a date for that finally. Um, And that's still a a PS4 game as well, which is interesting, but I'm I'm sure that won't stop them from showing it. It was supposed to come out early this year, so I I gotta imagine that they're, they're almost ready.
1: Yeah, if not by the end of this year, it's gonna be beginning of next year, I think, You know, within launch window of the Series X, um, maybe towards that December, um, but if not, then definitely that February window. It's one that I don't think is going to be a super mainstream thing, but they are really trying to do that, and I appreciate that. I still have yet to finish the first game, but I am very on board with them making more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool to see a game like that come back to kind of a cult classic you know, get a remake, like it's, or not a remake, a a new release, like, it's even more exciting than a remake, um, yeah, because they had
1: the little VR game, but that doesn't really count as a sequel,
0: yeah, totally, um, after that, I, I, I expect to see some Ubisoft stuff here, honestly, um, I don't know if that'll be super exciting to people, but their last presentation, they had an Assassin's Creed trailer, I think they've got some deals with them, I expect to see more of that, I think Valhalla looks really neat, as somebody who likes that series, But we did just see a lot of it, so I don't know how much of that I'll care about. I think the one thing they have that they could show that would be exciting would be Far Cry 6. Because at Ubisoft's little showcase thing, they only showed a cinematic trailer for that. So some gameplay would be nice. Um, But that's kind of all I expect out of them. Personally, I don't expect anything to come out of right field, like a new Rayman or something. As exciting as that would be, but, you know or even a Splinter Cell, which has Xbox roots and Xbox ties, but I don't think that that'll happen either, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, some of those old, like, things that came out on the original Xbox and then maybe got some with the Xbox 360, um, I'm thinking mainly uh, Fable. Like, they still have that studio, and they still could have, like, a Fable... 3 remake or fable 4 I think is what they're up to now.
0: Yeah, fable is absolutely could... happening. I'm glad you brought that up. Um the original studio behind that they actually shut down a while ago. That was um Lionhead. I think uh what's his name? Peter Molyneux. uh The guy that would overpromise stuff. Kind of famous for it. Um he's no longer working with it, but we've had rumors for years now that Oh, what is their name? It's not Turn Ten. It's the other one, the Forza Horizon developers, the open world racing games. That is they that have a Playground second team. Games or? Yes, Playground Games. Thank you, uh, fact checker, over there. Yes, that they are working on an open world RPG, and everybody went, kind of rolled their eyes and went, okay, Fable, <laughs> definitely Fable, um, which would be really cool. I think Fable is the kind of game we I would love and appreciate right now. It's like a goofy fantasy series. I. I think that would be great, considering there isn't really anything like that on the market. Um, it's just like a charming little game. Like there's an even like even comedy games in general. Like there's no new Saints Row, you know. Like I think a Fable would go over really well, and I I suspect that'll be a thing.
1: Yeah, I think I think that would be really great. I played only a little bit of Fable three, and I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I know that's not the best one in the series to start with but i i did enjoy it and i think having an open a more open world thing that you couldn't quite do on the original xbox or the xbox 360 having that sort of open world tech and a lot of that open world design um philosophies that have come out in the past um decade or so with games like a lot of what's coming out of ubisoft and um bethesda you know, you could do something. I think pretty interesting with Fable. They could take it in a new direction. I don't know a whole lot about the series, but I would definitely be into seeing what they would do with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's honestly, it's a series that has a lot of fan following. You know, it's people care about it, and that's those are the kind of games they need right now. Um, it's also importantly, uh, Playground Games is located in. Uh, in the UK, uh, which is important. I think that series has such a British sense of humor that they need to keep it local like that, like it has that feeling and you know giving it to an American developer I think would be a mistake. So I'm really excited and I really hope that that, those rumors are true. Um, So interestingly, and I don't put much stock in this honestly, um, these kind of rumors when they happen are I find usually false, but people found two Twitter accounts, one registered for Fable, and another one registered for Perfect Dark. Let me get your temperature on that. What do you think about Perfect Dark potentially coming back? They do own it. Remember, they own all of Rare's old library. So they could conceivably be making that game. And that would be a pretty cool new big first-person shooter.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much stock I would put in Perfect Dark coming back at the moment. Especially with Rare being this... Entity that kind of when Microsoft bought them, they kind of really fell off the wayside. So, them coming back, um, was it them that did Sea of Thieves? Am I remembering? They did that Sea of
0: Thieves, and they currently have a game called Everwild announced, which looks like it has the same art style Sea of Thieves. Uh, they we don't know what that is, I suspect we'll see that here too. Um, okay, but so they are making games again, it wasn't like in the 360 generation where they just completely fell off the map, you're right, and they are making Avatar stuff, I think, and justifiably so. People are like, w- what the hell? Like, yeah, this just an connect amazing projects. Developer. Yeah.
1: So, so I think having that resurgence with, um, with Sea of Thieves and whatever Everwild is going to turn out to be, I think they're going to gain more credibility. Um, I know there's probably a lot of personnel changes in that, but I could definitely see, if not them than another microsoft studio handling that property with you know rare's guidance um i'd be super into it i would i would think that that might be something they want to revisit before they jump in and try and do a new banjo kazooie game or something akin to that because that is such a big rare property that that they might want to tackle something that's a little less well known and in a genre that people are more than likely going to give a shot.
0: Yeah, at least certainly in a modern context, right? Um, Interestingly, and I think the popular theory purveying around uh, Perfect Dark is that their new studio that they made a couple years ago, called The Initiative, would be making that game. And they have touted that studio as like a AAA-ass AAA developer. like They want to compete with Sony. A level, um, I believe it's based in Santa Monica where Naughty Dog is, and sony santa monica obviously and that they've been poaching developers from those people like high level people writers and stuff to make a game i find it interesting that that would be perfect dark because perfect dark has on the n64 at least i never played the shitty 361 but it's it was a really goofy game like it wasn't a very serious story that you would take seriously you know certainly not a last of us or whatever so if that's what they're making, I find that really interesting and kind of cool. I hope that's true. Um, I would love to see a, you know, sillier-toned game come out of them. Or they could reboot it, of course, and make it more gritty. I don't know. But I, I think that would be... I don't know. It's interesting to me, too, that they would build this brand-new studio from the ground up and then just have them make an old IP and not something new. So I, I don't know, honestly. It's just... I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that new studio is making a perfect dark game, or do you think they'd be better suited to doing something new?
1: I think, um, and I have no information or background supporting this, but I think they might have started with an older IP because they were formed in 2018, correct?
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: So they might have started with an initial idea of something, maybe Perfect Dark, and I feel like if they continue to work on it and get new blood in there all the time, I feel like it is probably going to morph into something that's not... That original IP it's going to be something original, so that's probably what we'll see if we see anything from them. Um, I don't expect it to be coming out anytime soon, especially if they're formed in 2018. It's probably going to oh, be no, another couple not. years. But No, um, if
0: we see a game from them, it'll be a logo. It won't be anything substantial. Exactly, yeah. Maybe a CG trailer if we're yeah. lucky. It is utterly insane to me that microsoft owns the perfect dark and banjo kazooie licenses and have done nothing with them for like 10 years
1: well they they tanked it pretty hard in their (laughs) get out
0: yeah i guess but especially this generation xbox one ps4 generation they really needed goodwill and that would have been such an easy way to do it like here's banjo kazooie 3 People would have flipped their minds for it. It's it, it's just a little silly to me. So I, I, in the back of my head, I know it's not likely. I'm like, oh, maybe a new Banjo Kazooie. Like if, imagine if Psychonauts two ends up having great platforming mechanics this time around, and unlike the first game, and then go, oh okay, double fine, make us Banjo Kazooie three. Like, that would be such a great fit. They just got to nail the gameplay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just in the back of my mind. It's not something I think is likely, but I I kind of hope
1: yeah and we are seeing a resurgence especially in the indie scene around platformers with i mean the obvious comparison is ukulele but there have been a lot of other um 3d platformers like a hat and time coming out and i think the audience is shown to be there whether it be small or more mainstream with something like mario odyssey coming back um
0: oh yeah i mean i feel I like think... the
1: market is definitely there
0: yeah, I think Crash Forward will be one of the highest-selling games of this year, and I'm not being facetious or joking. Um, so I, I definitely think that people want 3D platformers. It's just, are companies ready to make those again?
1: I'm ready for them to make them again.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. It would also be cool to have them to have that, like, at launch, you know, that sort of kid-friendly... Because, like, PlayStation's having that. Um, Ratchet and & Clank, and there was a couple others in that press conference. So, like, it'd be nice to Bugs see them snacks. have that competition. Yeah, Hello, bug snacks. Bug snacks? <laughs> bug snacks, uh song of the year, certainly. Um, yeah, I
1: think capitalizing on that market, because Xbox has kind of built up that brand ever since they were initially released of being the m- more mature option for a console. But, you know, they've had options and, like, kid-friendly games and even their some of their more edgier stuff was still kind of geared at kids like like the fable franchise but um i think having that option will definitely rope in some um at least some parents to buy it at holiday season
0: fable's definitely my favorite cartoony game where you could sleep with a prostitute <laughs> so
1: great aimed at kids
0: <laughs> i think that might be the first game i've ever played with that mechanic by the way a weird <laughs> game.
1: what a weird game
0: fable 2 was real good um Yeah, in terms of first-party stuff, honestly, I think that's kind of all that we've had hinted at or sort of leaked or thought about. Um, They bought a ton of studios, and I wonder if we're going to see new projects from them. Uh, Specifically... uh, Oh, go ahead.
1: uh, For the things that we have seen and will probably see in this presentation, definitely Hellblade 2.
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
1: I still have yet to play the first game, but man that would be so cool to see
0: yeah that first game is amazing and we're gonna have to I'm I, I spoiling it now we're gonna have to play that for the main show someday
1: oh yeah um, probably well, on
0: this one um I can't remember their names but they made uh, We Happy Few in a game called Contrast that was like launched this generation I think we could see a new game from them they have kind of this cartoony aesthetic and look oh, I can't. I wish I could remember their name uh does that ring any bells to you
1: um no let me yeah it's um compulsion games
0: compulsion yes yes um yeah i think we i think we could see something new from them we have a few had some problems but i'd like to see them iterate and improve because uh, i think they could do something special with you know their new budget and you know having microsoft backing them i think we could see some cool stuff come out of them yeah i mean don't...
1: having microsoft back your project can really oh, yeah. light a fire under the developers to put give it their all you know we definitely saw that with cuphead when they're like oh we have the money and time to do something great let's invest all that time into it so having that sort of indie feel while having the microsoft money is definitely a good a good situation to be in
0: 100 um and ninja theory also has a game called project mara which we could see it doesn't seem like it seems like it's like a little more indie feeling i i want to say they talked about it taking place in one room Uh, so i don't know if we'll see that here or not especially considering hellblade 2 Seems like it'll be a launch or at least launch window game. So maybe they're all hands on deck for that one. Um, they also own Obsidian, which was, you know, pretty new. Um, and Obsidian's one of those developers where I feel like they put out a game like every one to two years. Like they're kind of crazy like that. We know they they put out The Outer Worlds last year. And this year they have a game in beta called Grounded. Which is like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids style thing where you're running around in a backyard. Which actually looks kind of neat.
1: Oh yes, I saw that. That does look cool.
0: So I I kind of feel like they're kind of a wild card to me. Where I f- I don't know, they're just one of those developers, much like Insomniac, honestly. Where I'm like, you're kind of constantly putting out games at a pace that I'm like always shocked about, <laughs> considering other developers' this pace. Um, they have turned 10, which is Forza. Uh, I, you know, probably that's probably happening. It's a console launch. Yeah, you probably one of those a card games.
1: Game. Especially if you're going to show off, you know, intense lighting engines and ray tracing and all that. Having fancy cars drive in realistic environments, that always shows off graphics real great.
0: Yeah, you'll want something to compete against uh, Gran Turismo. So, that that would make sense to me. Uh, I don't think we'll see anything out of the Coalition. They just did Gears 5 last year. So, it's too soon for them.
1: Yeah, we might get, like, a title for a Gears 6 coming 2023 or whatever but that's not going to happen anytime soon anyway so they could just leave it
0: yep Uh, mo yang is in the minecraft hole they'll never be let out
1: i mean hey if they get minecraft those some of those bonkers minecraft satyrs on pc into an xbox then cool (laughs) (laughs) i mean we already know minecraft's going to be on the system so we already know it's going to sell millions, so whatever. Might yeah, as well they, show it.
0: They did. I don't know if it ever officially released, but they did show off ray tracing stuff for Minecraft. Maybe they could show that and be like, hey, look at this, running on an Xbox Series X. Because it looked really awesome, which is not a sentence you would ever expect to say about Minecraft, but here we are. Um, Undead Labs, they're the ones who make the State of the Decay games, which always looked really cool, like those zombie RPGs um like they're like third person action games but also have a lot of managing sim elements i they put out a game like two years ago so i don't i don't know i don't know if they'll be here or not Uh, i would suspect not honestly
1: yeah that's something i would say if they have anything they have a title and maybe a teaser cg um to say hey 2022 or later you gotta wait
0: and of course the last one uh, 343, but let's save that for last. Let's talk about... Do you think that they'll announce any more studio acquisitions? Do you think they'll buy anybody during this show? Um.
1: Maybe. Don't they have a... I mean, they publish other third-party things as, like, timed console exclusives, don't they?
0: Yes, yeah, so they publish... Actually, I don't know if they own Moon Studios, um, who made Ori and the Blind Forest. That's
1: I don't think they do. I think they I just publish they that game for their stuff.
0: So yeah, they do publish um smaller games. The that Cuphead of course. Um oh, the platformer I played it last year. What's that game called? Um oh, Lucky's Tale. So yeah, they they do publish smaller titles. Um so we could see some of those. Uh Ori and the Blind Forest just had a sequel this year. A very good one by the way. Cuphead we talked about his DLC uh, Super Lucky's Tale, that's a game I could see getting a sequel. Um, it's a pretty well-liked game. It played pretty well. I would i would like to see a sequel to it.
1: Yeah, and you know, get a kid-friendly game out there. Couldn't hurt. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, as far um, as acquisitions go, they love doing that. <laughs> they love announcing it during these big shows and making a big deal about it, so I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know who it would be at this point. I feel like they've kind of gobbled up everybody like insomnia because when i was expecting and then playstation went and got them so i honestly don't know
1: yeah i mean they'll make a big deal about it and then i don't think we'll see a game announcement from that studio here oh, at no. least so you know it'll be cool and then we'll wait again to see what they have
0: yeah, I, I always kind of love those because they kind of buy studios and I'm always like, how are you still making games like Obsidian where I feel like their games don't sell super well unless they're working on like a Fallout New Vegas or whatever. So I kind of like seeing them grab these studios because it means they get to stay around and make more games, which always makes me happy. So, I you know, I hope that they are continuing to put money into studios and, you know, want to release more games. That's always a good thing, especially since they don't lock their games down to just Xbox. They also put them out on PC.
1: And sometimes PS4.
0: And sometimes PS4. And
1: sometimes um, Switch, if they can get it running.
0: Yeah. So, we talked about Ubisoft a little bit. Is there any third-party games you expect to see here?
1: Uh, yeah, but I don't tune in super hard to them. I think anything that we kind of missed with the PlayStation stream, or if they didn't have their own stream, then it might want to slide in here um ubisoft's a great example get some of those like assassin's creed that are probably going to be on the ps5 as well but get them into this stream since sony was kind of holding off on that um so anything like that um ea's probably got some projects up their sleeve that they'll throw at
0: i got one for you it is utterly insane to me that we are nearing the end of July and the Call of Duty game for this year has not been announced yet I know coronavirus and all this stuff and it's totally understandable but there's definitely a Call of Duty game coming out this year I I think we might see that here
1: yeah I'd believe it I don't know I mean obviously Halo's gonna be the big thing at the end but oh, they could, they could put a Call of Duty in there
0: no, wedge a little call of duty in there
1: just put a little call of duty in there couldn't hurt
0: <laughs> sprinkle a little call of duty on top um <laughs> i also think because uh, they announced it at one of their other showcases but elden ring i could see showing up here Actually oh yes i would definitely that. see that maybe a story oh, trailer s-
1: so excited for that
0: me too i'm really curious to see if that game ends up being a little more story heavy than their other games considering uh old george railroad martin's writing it
1: yeah and i i'm sure um miyazaki will probably want to keep his sort of storytelling style in there um where it's sort of that looser not explicitly shown uh, i'm thinking especially with like dark souls um where a lot of the lore and stuff comes from the item descriptions and what you can glean from the level design. I think that'll definitely be in there, but I feel like it is going to be more story-heavy heavy, um, and probably super lore-heavy as well.
0: Oops. Sorry for that loud noise, audience. Um, Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm sure it will still have those hallmarks of a Fremesoft game, but yeah, I don't think you hire a famous fantasy author and then advertise him if you're not going to use him hopefully (laughs) yeah there's totally been cases where people have you know done stunt casting for lack of a better term like that that happens but i i i I hope that's not the case here i do hope that there's some kind of grand fantasy epic you know in this game because i like those and that would make me very happy also i don't know Dark Souls has always seemed very very super inspired by western fantasy so it wouldn't surprise me if that was you know if they sought him out personally and wanted him I don't know That that's totally just speculation but I I wouldn't be surprised if they had really tried to get him on board with this
1: yeah I honestly believe that's true That seems very much if not um Martin then you know they couldn't they can't get Tolkien, so we'll go with the modern <laughs> Tolkien.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Um I So a month ago I would have told you this would have been a great place to talk about that Harry Potter game that we all know about. Now I'm not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> And there's probably a broader conversation about that game. I feel terrible for the developers working on it. If you don't know, J.K. Rowling's saying some shit, um, unfortunately, and I think a lot of Harry Potter properties are facing some trouble. That game has been in the works forever. We all know about it. It was leaked forever ago. We literally saw footage of it, like, and they have not officially announced it, and now it's in a weird place because of J.K. Rowling uh, being a shithead. I... I don't know where that game is. I could still see it showing up here, but honestly, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm always of the belief that if it gets in too much hot water, then they could just, you know, flip it into an original property and still sell the game, which would be cool. But, you know, that that brand sells and making sure all that's there. And
0: yeah, I also just think that's like... I, I I hear what you're saying and I like the idea of that but that's so much work.
1: Oh, I, no, it's not easy but Yeah.
0: It's better I,
1: than scrapping the whole game especially oh, I don't if think the developers happen, have a Yeah. If the developers have a lot of, you know, heart put into it, then they'll probably want to do something with it but you know, that extends budget and marketing it gets lowered and it's a whole thing. So
0: yeah, I don't know if um, we'll see it, honestly. There's been the raw, raw, long, long, long teased Batman game that they started teasing like mid-last year for some reason. Which has been really frustrating, honestly. And I could see that getting a trailer here, though DC does have an event coming up in August... It's a DC-specific event, so it's not specifically a gaming one. So it's kind of, like, up in the air of what will be there. Uh, so I could see the Batman game happening here. There's also been rumors about Rocksteady making a Suicide game, Suicide Squad game, which is interesting. Which I could see showing up here. Or that DC thing. Um, well, it just came
1: out that um, WB Games, like, closed and sold all their studios.
0: They they are considering it and one of the rumors is microsoft is considering buying those studios which you know if that's the case that's a hell of an announcement
1: yeah i mean you get rocksteady you get wb montreal or any of that then that would be a huge
0: i mean those are big deals none of those are as big of a deal as now the realm right you get mortal kombat that game is quietly one of the biggest games in the world so that would be a pretty big game changer
1: yeah, no kidding.
0: Um, There are a couple of smaller things around the edges. Stuff that probably only I care about. I, I kind of missed that Bio Mutant game. I was looking forward to it, and it kind of disappeared. Do you remember that one? I do not. It looked like a 3D action-adventure game. It was open-world. It was some former Just Cause developers. Uh, you played as like a little mutant raccoon thing. I don't know. It looked neat. Very cartoony. Um, I think that's a THQ Nordic joint and they're kind of they're everywhere Um, and they've got a billion games in production so I'm sure we'll see some of their titles here Um, a lot of the other big stuff got gobbled up by Playstation honestly like Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop and all that stuff so Xbox is kind of in an interesting position I wonder what else they'll have to announce from third parties at least
1: yeah, I mean, they could still show those and maybe not give them this full focus, and Sony already did that, and still just kind of throw them in a sizzle reel to be like, hey, yeah, we have these two, but, you know, that could always happen.
0: Oh, for sure. What is the over under on <laughs> there being a GTA 5 trailer in this thing?
1: Oh, my God. I...
0: Does that happen? I could see it happening.
1: I. If you had asked me before the PlayStation 5 stream if there would be a GTA 5, I would have said no. That game is ancient. But here we are. Never underestimate the
0: power of Rockstar.
1: Make more money.
0: Yeah. Or maybe a more relevant question. Actually, no. Not more relevant. A more prudent one. Do we see a Fortnite trailer?
1: I hope not. I think it's just a given at this point. It's like, yes it is just you don't have to say it (laughs) it is although there was some discussion about fortnite switching engines or something it was a whole big thing for like switching game engines for the next gen and i'm sure it'll go to
0: unreal 5
1: right yeah but then there's like the switch version and it's still on mobile phones and it's a whole thing because then you have cross-platform play and whatever i don't care enough about fortnite to (laughs) to speculate on that
0: well i think we've covered most of the big stuff Uh, anything we missed anything you want to hear about
1: i want to hear about halo 6
0: yes oh you know what i remembered one bethesda proper uh their rpg studio They announced Starfield and Elder uh, Elder Scrolls 6 forever ago, and those didn't show up at PlayStation, so maybe we see one of those here. Probably Starfield, since I believe that one's first.
1: Yeah, I don't think we'll see Elder Scrolls for many, many years. I don't think they have anything. They probably just are like, hey, yeah, we're doing something. Don't worry. You'll get it someday.
0: They definitely announced that because they had Fallout 76 and... They were like, uh, we need to announce something traditional so people don't freak out. Um
1: We we're already literally apologizing on stage. We have to apologize with a game as well.
0: Yeah, so I th- I think uh Starfield and that's you know, that's a big deal. Like Bethesda Game Studios, those games sell like crazy, Fallout and Elder Scrolls are huge, huge deals, so I I think you'll see that. Um
1: Yeah, or Bethesda will do their own thing and Show that off and some Doom DLC and whatever.
0: Let's talk about Halo. Hey, first Low things first. Six. Do they open the show with it or close it with it? Are they Why gonna make us wait? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> do they have another held story out this trailer? Game for so long. Oh god. Another <laughs> story just...
1: trailer at the top, and then close it out with a gameplay trailer and a release date
0: okay that would be fine
1: <laughs> get bold.
0: like okay we thought it was
1: all for halo but guess what it's still a big ip here you go
0: man i was so angry when they were gonna when they were like we're gonna show it last year and they just showed that cg trailer i was like so frustrated
1: it was super cool but like come no, on. it
0: was a cool trailer but i was waiting for gameplay um, or
1: they opened the show with master chief collection on series x or Master Chief Collection on Switch and then close it with Infinite.
0: I don't think we get any Switch games announced here. <laughs> as uh, fun as yeah, that would that's... be. No, that's a, that'll be a, when Nintendo gets back to doing good Nintendo Directs. We'll <laughs> that see last
1: there. one was good, okay? Had Shin Megami Tensei
0: i i like Caden and cyril i can't even talk too much shit on it i, I saw oh, that trailer i yeah. was no, like oh cool
1: that's fun we're talking about halo 6
0: i will talk shit on that wwe game though what the fuck was that <laughs> it's the
1: nba jam of wwe that's not what we're talking about we're talking about halo 6
0: man um yeah halo infinite rather um because they're not calling it six which is interesting Actually, it's not interesting they're doing that because Halo 5 was bad.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, we need to ditch the numbers. Because is also yeah. Microsoft. Microsoft, they can't count. So they're like, eh, Windows 10, whatever. Fuck it.
0: This is Halo this one's Infinite. Called Vista. We don't need numbers anymore.
1: Halo Vista. <laughs>
0: that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I... Man, I just want to know what this game is. My biggest fear is that it's a Far Cry. And not because I don't like Far Cry and I don't think Halo mechanics would work well in that. I just... I want it to be super story heavy. I want it to be... I What I want it to be is I want it to be God of War. I want it to have open areas, but I also want it to feel like a Metroidvania. And I think that would be such a winning formula for Halo. I think it would work super well. You know, it, it'd give it a lengthier campaign without spreading the mechanics of it super thin i think man i just i just need to see it i need it i need it in my blood
1: yeah honestly i would um we've been playing the older halos again because i have not fully played a lot of those old ones but man that gameplay still holds up so good so if they translate that And that's kind of what they did with ODST, honestly, was kind of an open world. It was still pretty linear, but you had some freedom to explore the city. Um, So if they do something like that, where you have, whether it be a Halo ring or a planet or just a bunch of spaceships, you can still explore the environment and find different firefights throughout. um, I think that could be really interesting. Um, I don't quite know how traditional halo gameplay would translate to metroidvania just because those games and that sort of design mentality holds uh character upgrades and such like a big thing and that's not kind of what halo is has been doing not to say that they couldn't do that i would be totally down for that but it'd be quite a departure
0: Well, the later halo games had different armor abilities that were usually like pickups like in reach or something in Halo 5, they were kind of all there. I think it could work like that, right? Like, if you get a charge, and you could slam through rock walls and stuff. Uh, I also think, like, in the campaign, if they uh, made a, a weapon wheel base shooter instead of having two weapons, you could do it that way. I don't know. I, I think mean, there's a bunch of stuff love they that, could do.
1: but that's my personal preference.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think that they could absolutely do that. One of the most intriguing things to me was there was a screenshot leak, I'm going to say in quotes because I don't know for sure, on uh, Resetter a while ago and it was you know a first person screenshot looked like halo except one of the things was um like next to the radar you know, was a little item indicator that said grappling hook which like oh my got God. my mind so me. racing where i'm like oh, I <laughs> hope sold this is it. a Metroidvania. Like, like that's what that would have implied right so like i don't know i want to see that i i want to see an open world so crazy that's so big that like you can be on the halo ring and look up to see the other r- parts of the ring and see parts where you visited already. Like, that's what I want, if you're gonna do it. Go so oh, yeah. big that I can literally see the map I visited above me, because we've traveled so far.
1: Well, and that's like one of their big selling points with the Series X, is the lack of major load time, so that's a great way to show that, you know, just not load between giant areas.
0: Also... And, and they literally can't do it, but I want them to undo 4 and 5. 4 and 5 did so much damage to the story of Halo, to, in my opinion at least, that I, I just... I want them to go back to... I don't know, to just like... I guess more grandiose stories. Those games, I think, have a problem of introducing antagonists, like mainline like named antagonists, and I just don't think they do that very well. Um, 4 had a Space Voldemort an ass-looking guy... And five had Spartan Locke, which was a really cool idea, but they did not capitalize on it appropriately, and honestly left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, including mine. Do you know what the original premise for that game was? What was that? You were going to play as Spartan Locke, who was another Spartan, and you were hunting down Chief. That was the original premise for five, which sounded so cool, and they just completely fucked it up and squandered it, and spent out, like half that game was spent on a different planet fighting in a civil war and you're like why am i here it was nonsense but i mean from what
1: that cg trailer showed with chief i don't know i haven't played five i don't know how that story ended did the cg trailer look like it picked up after that or because it was kind of just him drifting in space yeah
0: yeah i can't remember specifically how five ended but a majority of the halo games i feel like end with chief floating out in space
1: i guess that's true yeah
0: um but yeah i i just want a fun game i just want to i'm so excited is there any hopes you want for this halo
1: i want it to be good um i want it to come to pc as soon as possible
0: it's day in date um, we know that
1: yeah that would be ideal I've been playing a lot of Master Chief Collection on Steam and it's super great. So having that, the new one as an option would be super great. Um, I don't know. I like those more traditional shooters with the weapon wheel. You know how much I love Doom. Mm -hmm. Um, Not saying Halo should be Doom, but any sort of those kind of design things with those open world, like God of War, I really enjoyed. Um, That could be super interesting. But even if it's another level-to-level Halo game, and it keeps up the quality from two or to some extent three, I know some people don't think three is as good, but
0: those people are wrong. Um,
1: <laughs> those people are wrong, but especially like two and Reach. Um, if you keep up that sort of level of quality with the gameplay um, and the story, especially with Reach, um, I think you can you can make that as. A full game if you wanted to even in this day and age
0: yeah and you know for all my faults with halo 4 and 5 none of them have to do with the gameplay those games are still super fun to play so i'm not worried on that end i I think that they'll they'll do a good job there it's more story and presentation that i'm concerned about but i i also think i don't know they've had two games to fuck it up so hopefully somebody over there went okay let's uh let's do it good this time which, I don't know. My, big, I think they will.
1: my biggest hope for Halo Infinite is that there's not microtransactions. Stop that shit.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I Man, it does not look good on Microsoft when they are releasing first-party games that feature multiplayer with heavy microtransactions when you know Sony puts out The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghosts of Tsushima and doesn't have any of that garbage. It's I I hope that they t- are taking notes. <laughs>
1: yeah and some some people have argued that like these modern games especially free-to-play games and that's a whole other thing that they need to have microtransactions because games are still being sold for $60 and there's a whole thing that games might be going to $70 for the next gen and that's a whole other question but just don't like microtransactions are super greedy and free-to-play is a different thing but then uh, I just I just hate that business model, personally.
0: Yeah, and especially if you're a first party, right? It just looks bad, it, especially when Sony and Nintendo are, are not doing that, and their games are critically acclaimed and have tons of content, and it just it it makes you look kind of cheap, honestly. Um, at least in my opinion, I know some people just ignore them and they're fine. I do too, but it, it just it just in terms of in in just in terms of like opinion and outlook it just doesn't look that great
1: well look at all the negative reception that ctr got for including microtransactions i know that wasn't a launch thing and that was a lot of the blowback but a lot of people were like this wasn't needed
0: yeah i mean you can even go look up the stuff that happened when people thought crash 4 was going to have them like for a day and a half people were freaking out until they were like no we're not doing that <laughs> like like people don't want them and, you know, that might be a conversation for another day, because at the end of the day, it's a business, so what are you going to do? But, yeah, I, I don't know. It, if, if it has them, though, there's no way they talk about that here. Absolutely not. Like they don't Oh, want God, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: they will avoid that, like, the plague until the game comes out, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess we have these as well. Uh,
0: so something I do suspect will be here um, from this Halo announcement is I think we'll get a beta announcement. And we'll be able to play the game early.
1: That would be super cool.
0: Yeah. Um, either maybe it'll be a Game Pass exclusive. I could see them doing that. Um, which I, I, I feel like every Halo game in history has done a public, public beta. So it would only make sense. Um, how cool would it be if they show off all the gameplay and all the trailer trailers and stuff. And then they say, oh, and Halo multiplayer beta, it's available now. <laughs> Go get download it. it tonight. God, oh, so shadow, good.
1: Shadow drops are so hype, and more companies need to do them. But I understand why they don't.
0: Yeah, totally. I, I do think this is a case where we could conceivably see that, though, um, and that would be super cool. Well, is there anything we missed at all?
1: Uh, we'll see when the presentation comes out.
0: Put photo mode do, in Halo. Uh,
1: Photo mode in Halo would be so good. Blinks of Time Sweeper 2. Come on. I mean, 3. There was a 2.
0: Uh, Voodoo Vents 2.
1: Voodoo Vents 2. We
0: could do, we could do with uh, uh, Bloodwig 2.
1: Tonic Trouble 2. <laughs> Tonic Trouble 2.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Rough
1: Trigger. Come on. Let's go. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we will see you guys. Probably uh, the presentation's in the morning, so we'll probably be able to get this episode out, uh, you know, in the afternoon on Thursday. Uh, I'm super excited. I love these big, dumb marketing presentations for whatever reason. I think they're fun. I love seeing games to get excited about. And yeah, I just I want mean, to see Halo, man. This
1: year <laughs> is such a shit show that E3 isn't a thing, so this is kind of just the new E3 conversation. Um, Which I'm I'm super into. It's kind of what E3 has become anyway. So.
0: Oh totally, yeah.
1: We didn't. I think Xbox was the last one to actually, still have a live presentation. So this is a little weird from them. But other than that.
0: Yeah, and we didn't mention they're doing like a really cool demo thing. Um, it's it's the same branding, uh, Jeff Keeley's thing. They did it on Steam a couple of times like the game oh, showcase
1: the, the summer game fest thing that's going yes, on summer
0: game fest and that's coming to xbox consoles and probably pc as well and i wonder if we could see some big demos there uh, a lot of these have been smaller games i think like system shock remake has been the biggest title maybe skateboard so like that, that tells you where we're <laughs> at with these but i don't know having this at the same time as this conference maybe that halo multiplayer beta will be part of it you know who knows
1: maybe that blinks the time sweeper 3 will be part of it
0: maybe maybe they'll maybe. just put out the whole game
1: maybe they'll just give it away oh, <laughs> okay
0: all right we'll, we'll have to you wait and see you until around. thursday yeah see you thursday all
1: right thanks for listening bye
0: bye